How much cocaine does it take to make a good movie? Well, that depends on whether you think this is a good movie or not. Jamie? Oh, yeah. Let's go watch Popeye. And welcome to another episode of Good Times, Great Movies. Here we are talking about having a good time, talking Uh about a great movie, to be decided great movie, but it's from the 80s. All of our movies are. It's myself here, Jamie Lorello. As always, I am with a DP McCambridge. Hello, DP. How are you on your birthday celebration? Your well, your celebration on this podcast. Hey, um, I am in I'm in a sweet island town, uh, or a sweet uh-huh. beachside town of um, sunny, very and, sunny all the yeah, time. Very lovely weather, and um, you know some characters in the town. Small town, limited <laughs> <Okay>. food, no <laughs> seafood. Surprisingly, no, no, it's just burgers. <laughs> yeah. And that's the thing, like, I was like, oh, Wimpy, you know, I'll pay you Tuesday for a hamburger today. And I was like, oh, Wimpy's backstory is he just lives in a town that only serves hamburgers. I just thought he was hamburger obsessed, but (laughs) nope, that's all he's got. Unless he's eating a soup burger. Well, that's when times are hard that you eat the soup burger. Also, Wimpy's a degenerate gambler. That's something the cartoon didn't teach me. (laughs) And they have this town. Listen, these members, this slash town. brothel slash yeah. opium den. It's everything, everything you could possibly this want. This town and its people is filled with issues and problems. But that's why you love them, right? Do you, does olive oil strike you as a balanced young dame? No, no, no. Everyone no. in this town has some pretty serious issues. I mean, when Popeye seems to be the most grounded and normal person <laughs> in your town, you're your like, town has some big problems. Yeah, yeah. When he comes rolling in and you're like, oh, he's going to level this crew out. Yeah. They're they're very uh, skeptical of new people. Well, that's well, That was my question. I was like, has Popeye been here before? And what did he do when he was here? Because <laughs> everyone closes their shutters like, this guy is going to mess this no, they, town up. You had said it's not a very big town. It's a little small village. And so I don't think they take kindly to strangers, especially ones with these, like, <laughs> ginormous Mutated, arms. That, right. And these, these, I mean, he rode his little rowboat into town, and he's got these weird things on his legs that I guess help when he's in the boat or those you just his legs. garbage bags that are duct taped around <laughs> his legs. Because <laughs> I was looking going, those aren't boots. <laughs> no, no, boots I look think like it's that. to help him. It was a long journey. He's been sailing for quite some time. He was stranded, as he later tells Wimpy in his little story that he tells Wimpy about why he came to this town. I like how Wimpy just gets up and walks away. Wimpy's not not trying to befriend him at all. Wimpy's like, let me eat your burger and, and, but, but we, we get a little backstory and I enjoyed it. I wanted to know. You wanted to know where he came from. Well, where, yeah, why he's looking for his dad, but what of his mom? She passed. Yeah. She just, yeah. Not much is uh, mentioned about the mom Mm -mm. Mm -mm. and okay. Anyway, (laughs) 
Uh, <laughs> this movie overwhelmed us to the point where we the movie's Popeye. In case people just didn't know, in case you just found a podcast and hit play and you didn't read what it was, this movie's Popeye <laughs> from 1980, mm-hmm. directed astonishingly by Robert Altman, mm-hmm. starring Robin. Well, okay, Robin Williams is Popeye. Shelley Duvall is Olive Oil, and we'll mm-hmm. get into some other people that we think are important. I'm gonna really try because these are these are people playing cartoon characters. Yeah, I'm gonna try really hard. To, to call them by their say cartoon Popeye name. Popeye. Yes. And olive oil. Please do. Unless I feel bad for a character. Like, unless <laughs> I feel bad that Shelley Duvall doesn't get much to do at the end of this movie, I will say Shelley Duvall she doesn't get much. She wrestles an octopus. Does she? <laughs> does she? Does she wrestle an octopus? Whoa. Whoa. Fully. <laughs> this movie's almost two hours long. Yeah, it's very long. It is very really? long. When I saw that that runtime, I was very frightened. I was like, this is, I know it won't be a magical, even enjoyable experience. And I went, an hour 55? I, and when it started, I was like, I don't, I don't know if I can do this. I don't know if I can watch this for an hour Did you do, I have to ask, did you do it in one sitting? I did, yes. Well, there you have it. Once you're in, you don't want to go away. No. You just, you can't wait to find out what song they're going to sing next. You know there's not going to be any energy behind it. No, they have to keep it, they keep it like driftery. Isn't, it's, uh, Harry Nielsen did the music for the, for the soundtrack. And it, it feels very, um, and, and what you're saying, how they had to perform all of the songs. (laughs) Live, uh, live. I could see where they had to like keep it a little, you know, a little low energy, little, little. Um, yeah. There's some songs that are a little livelier, but they definitely don't. Yeah, and some of them just drag on with the same, like the what's the food one, where they just keep saying. Uh, oh God, I don't know. <laughs> I... Everything is food, 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 food. <laughs> Everything's food, and I really don't get it. Like, is the town working off of food? Like you said, it's mostly burgers at the town, but it's. But then Popeye's got some great tunes and some great moves there with those little garbage pail legs that he's got or garbage bag legs. Yeah, I um, I will say both Robin Williams and Shelley Duvall are doing their thing. They know what they're doing. They know what movie they're in, and they're they're trying really hard. I think Wimpy's not given much to do. I mean, but he's a character who walks around eating a hamburger in the cartoon, so what are you going to do? Right. And I think... I don't know. Bluto's pretty bad. Yeah. Bluto's not really. He doesn't. He, just he never needs seems to really look like a Bluto. <laughs> he just yeah, and he makes that. He just grunts a lot, and yeah. Uh, yeah. But like we said, the baby is. The really baby is the show. Stole the show. So cute. You are the sweet pea, the sweetest of the sweet peas. So I, cute. Also, I watched this with closed captions on. No one ever says the letter T. Every time it's sweepy. Oh. <laughs> it doesn't matter because I thought it was Popeye and his bizarre dialect. No, everybody says sweepy, and my entire life I've been calling this baby sweepy. <laughs> and then it's a sweepy. Now I feel like an well, idiot. Well, let's get into this movie. Let's talk about it because. I like how the movie starts with the cartoon yeah, opening. Yeah, 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 with the little black and white. Yep. Right. And I like how Popeye 
As a cartoon says, I'm in the wrong movie. It's like, I don't, wait, it told me I was watching Popeye. What movie is this? Storms, but not very long because the town of Sweet Haven, we see this rowboat being rowed by Popeye, pulls into this town. It's a town that's singing. They're surprisingly religious. They're they God, God bless God. Sweet Haven. God yeah. bless it. Yeah, they, they do love their Sweet Haven. Like, it's like this little old village. Time, time, like you said, the time, I don't know, question mark. It's definitely not necessarily modern times, but these people are not. Um, no, no, it's not. No, it's not 1980. <laughs> that's for sure. No, but it's no, not. I'm, I'm going to say this probably takes place in the 40s. Oh, yeah. Something like that. I mean, Let's we, we see there. a guy like on a bike. Yeah. Like, that's the only mode of transportation we True. see is the tax True. collector. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. And he's immediately harassed by a tax collector, and there's a tax on everything. There's like an oh. asking questions tax, and there's a, a curiosity tax. On... Yeah, yeah, exactly. The up to no good tax. It's the tax for anything and everything. Ask too many questions tax. Yeah. Yeah, and uh, this actor, just to let you know, his name is Donald Moffat, mm-hmm. and he's in he's in a bunch of stuff, but he's in um, uh, the movie The Thing, and ah. he plays like the old guy in The Thing. And he just died like two years ago. I oh. I could not like. I thought he must have been sixty years old in Popeye, but I guess he's just <laughs> one of those people that, you know, once you hit like forty five, you start to look old, and then you're amazed. And that then still you're just yeah yeah years later. yeah. That's this guy. All right. Popeye's walking around this town, and we sort of said earlier that people in this town seem skeptical of strangers. I thought it was just skeptical of Popeye mm. because of the way he looks, which is like a crazy person, like. <laughs> Not a crazy person, but it's like a deformed monster. He's got these bulgy forearms, and he's got a um, he's got a deformed eye. <laughs> it's just don't... closed. <laughs> it's, it's not deformed. Well, he's constantly winking at you, and he's got yeah. this this strange accent, um, and he mumbles to himself a lot. <laughs> to himself continuously. <laughs> He finds a pipe on the ground and claims it as his own. He just sticks that thing in his mouth and he's like, this looks like mine. I wonder how it got to this island. It's not yours. Somebody just left that on the ground. It's garbage. You just put it in your mouth. <laughs> he's Popeye. He's the sailor man. He doesn't care. No, I think the town seems to be like, oh, stranger. Oh, stranger. Like even when the kids ride up because a strange man has rowed their boat, his boat onto their docks. I think the town is not, you know, they don't know what to think of a n- new people. Yeah, but it's but it's everyone except for Olive Oil's mom, who's like, "What? You need a room? This is well, she this runs is the a greatest business. thing ever." I, well, I think that other woman runs a business too. The one who turns a window around and says, oh, "No yeah. rooms for rent." Yeah. But anyway, if people are familiar with Popeye, and of course you are, yeah, who isn't? They made Robin Williams look a lot. Kind of, like as much like the cartoon as you could. Mm-hmm. Like those forearms are gross and weird, and he, and later you see like he's got calves that are just like <laughs> his forearms too, which is upsetting. <laughs> and like you said, squinty eye, one eye they just glued shut, I guess. And then the thing that really threw me is his bleach job of hair. Oh. Like that looks yeah. disturbing. He's got this and- crazy short 
Yeah. Bleached I don't out think Popeye hair. was blonde. Popeye's always wearing a sailor hat. I think he's bald. Right? I yeah, I assume yeah. he had a shaved head or something. Well, this is a young Popeye. Oh, okay. <laughs> it is like a weird Popeye origin story because he doesn't know olive oil. He doesn't no. know Bluto. He doesn't know Sweet Pea. Sweet Pea is introduced in this movie. Yeah, He's not even met his dad yet. Mm -hmm. He doesn't like spinach. Like all the things that we already know about Popeye, we get to kind of find out how all of that happened. Yeah, yeah. And that is, that's probably my main issue with this movie. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to get too technical, but, and we talked about this a lot recently, and I guess it's just the movies we've gotten. You have two movies here, mm -hmm. and either one, first of all, could have been an hour and a half, and it would have been just fine. Mm -hmm. If you want to tell the story of how Popeye comes to this island town mm -hmm. and meets Olive Oil and steals her away from Bluto, that's a movie, and you can do that. Mm-hmm. If you want to tell a story about Popeye and Olive Oil are together, maybe Bluto gives them some trouble, and they find this magical baby, that's a different movie. And you can do either one of those. You cannot do them together. You can bundle that shit. You can bundle that shit. And you know what? You're going to throw in there that this is how Popeye meets his dad. Mm-hmm. Okay. You're going to throw that in there, too. <laughs> Okay. And, and, and you, know you know and what? You know what? Let's just, just put make, an octopus let's put on a top treasure. of that shit. Let's put a hidden treasure and an octopus and a cave, a pirate's cave, that everyone's going to go and dance it at the end. Okay? Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. I really, there were times in this movie near the end where I was like, did I just look down at my notes? Because have they been talking about a treasure the whole time and I haven't listened? No, well, then did you see what's all. in the treasure? Yes! <laughs> This is it's just crazy like a town. box of, of Pappy stuff. It's just a bunch of old <laughs> shit of his and cans of spinach. And I was like, why, why is this the legend of it's this amazing. buried sunken treasure? Because it's amazing. All right, okay. So anyway, so after Popeye gets kind of the brush off from all the people in this town, yeah. um, he walks through. Also, we meet a guy who looks like Rasputin. Let's say <laughs> with the beard that lives in the house, one of yes. the guys that live in the house that later coaches him or is his boxing coach. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I I have lots of questions about the boxing match, but this guy tries to sell him carrots. Oh yes, yeah. It's it's kind of actually the first. I mean, I, the movie just started, but it's the first like fun back and forth. Right, because we're just kind of getting more mumbles the rest of the time. <laughs> really, we are. Where the guy's trying to sell him carrots and the mm -hmm. price of the carrots keeps increasing. He's like, uh, I charge what I want. And, and Popeye takes the carrots and gives him a nickel and is like, no, I pay what I want. Okay, yeah. fine. That's funny. Yeah. But this guy, I was really confused about his character because I saw him selling vegetables. And late in this movie, Popeye's dad goes, Undertaker, get over here. And he walks <laughs> over. I was like, he's the Undertaker in this town too? And how does Popeye's dad know this? Well, Popeye's dad... Well, I don't want to give away too much. Oh, you don't? <laughs> Popeye's dad is... What do they call him? What is he in the town? Which we don't get that big reveal to the end. The counselor? No. What He's like the him? commandant Com or the captain or something. Where Commander. They, the the com Commodore? Commodore? Commodore. It's the Commodore 64 <laughs> Commodore. of this town. Commodore. But also, I didn't know that there was... 
and maybe I just didn't pick up on it. I didn't know there was a big shady character behind the scenes. I just thought Bluto well, was the big bad guy in charge. No, they say that Bluto works for the Commodore, yeah. and even all the taxes and stuff are put in by the Commodore. All um, right, okay. So, yeah, yeah. So we so know what's somebody... He been, what's he been doing with all this money? And he's clearly not a villain, so why is he taxing the hell out of these people? I'm just because he likes to live in... Well, he says when he's first discovered, he's just this grumpy man, right? That's like, yeah, ah, I like to hate, I do. I think he just likes to keep the people of this town under control and, and to keep in hiding because he's got a son out there that he doesn't want to find him who ends up finding him. All right. All right, you buy that? Story? Yeah, I'm nope, selling it. Not at all. All right. So, uh, so we get into things that are not part of the cartoon because I don't think, I don't think Olive Oil had a family in the cartoon. I don't think this was a big. Well, thing, again, this is a little intro to her little background and why she may be a little troubled. Um, it is interesting to know. I think that I think Shelley Duvall, who, like we said, did, does a wonderful job. I think in this. I um, agree. But she is coming right off of The Shining after this. Um, which is she's like an island shoot for six months with just cocaine I'm there (laughs) I need a break from this that shining stuff was really scary oh it's just sunny and 80 degrees every day I'm taking mannequins full of cocaine I am going (laughs) how about those boots that olive oil gets to wear too fashionable what are that's that's, yeah, that's I, her shoes that's her cartoon shoes and yeah. they make it happen in this which is wonderful to see i think it's hilarious because mm-hmm. of, with the amount of, of prosthetics and whatever they had to do with robin williams it's so funny that it's just like i don't know put her in this dress yeah okay, she's all <laughs> like it really is and the hair they did the hair oh, yeah, she yeah, definitely sure. fits i mean she was almost in a sense like that's perfect little role for her yeah um, that's like a no-brainer that's is he yeah this is his first we said this before this is his first movie mm-hmm. but he is this is hot off of mork and mindy then right yeah i think i had read that they had to shoot this in the winter because he was still doing mork and mindy at the time ah. so he was off and then he was able to shoot this in their in their downtime gotcha her mother owns this boarding house Mm-hmm. And Olive Oil has a brother named Castor Oil. <laughs> <laughs> because, of course. So here's, here's another thing. Because I told you before, when we were just recording for patrons, I was very confused about where they were, the time period, is this even on Earth? I didn't know. Um, because when Popeye's mumbling to himself, like you said, constantly through the movie. Mm-hmm. Like, most of this movie is just Popeye having a conversation with himself. <laughs> He's talking about olive oil, and he goes, "It sounds like some sort of lubricant." And I'm like, "Does he not know what olive like? Does, is this well, a world a, where olive oil doesn't exist?" He's been out at sea. He's been out at sea. What is his need for olive oil? I know, but then later, <laughs> when they're talking about her name, he says, "You don't look Greek." So I'm like, "No, he knows what olive oil is." Suddenly. <laughs> Oh, my God. And I also found it, I thought it was kind of cute that Olive Oil's mom thinks that his name is Pop, Pop uh, I. Yeah, Mr. I. Mr. I. I love that. Yeah, oh. she's she's quite the character, too. Well, both her parents. The mom is very, what's, what's that random sunflower she carries around there for a while? I don't when know. they lose the house, she gets another sunflower when they lose a bunch of, and her dad, um, so Olive Oil complains all the time. Everything is like, oh. 
this bow is too big, and, uh, and this dinner is too table. And this uh, that dinner, bow was a little large. That I think was, she has a good was, argument there. <laughs> but she's definitely, she's a bit of a diva. Um, mm-hmm. And her dad is always mumbling about how people owe him an apology. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know what he's talking There's 20 people in this town. How many people have he wronged or have wronged him? And they all owe him, him an apology. And he's always got the paper in front of his face. Um, and the the mom is, is um, yeah, they're an interesting mix. They're an interesting mix. And, and she runs this boarding house. So it's the family that lives there. And then uh, Wimpy yep. lives there, right? And the the carrot salesman, the it's Undertaker. the Undertaker. Yeah, the Undertaker <laughs> lives there as as well. It's this crazy, chaotic, like they're just sitting down for dinner. It's this chaotic <laughs> mess. And it is funny that Robin Williams, first of all, he's trying to put his chair somewhere and he can't find a seat. Mm-hmm. But then when he sits down, every time Mrs. Olive Oil stands up, he has to stand up. Mm-hmm. And by the time he's ready to eat, finally everyone gets up and leaves. And the, it's just Olive Oil yelling at him. <laughs> the energy of this dinner is chaos. It's just madness. That even you don't, none of it makes sense what they're saying to each other. They're all just kind of playing their characters. They're in all the having moment. different conversations. Yes. Like that's what's happening. And he's just mumbling, to, kind of making commentary about their conversations. And it is funny, but there's so much happening in this dinner scene that you're just kind of like, and and I'm still wondering like who who the guy with the beard is and yep. if the brother is actually the brother and just you're still trying to figure out certain things and you're just kind of thrown into it did she already she already brought him up to his room where she yes. basically breaks his bed and the doorknob breaks off and the picture right. breaks and there's yeah. a lot of physical gags and we had said earlier all of the background actors are, are circus performers yeah. so there's a lot of people like Flipping and falling and crashing mm-hmm. through walls and windows. There's, there's a lot of that. This movie also, to me, felt so claustrophobic. Like, I just, anytime we're in a space. house, I just, yes, everyone's crowded in on one another. At this time, we find out that Olive Oil's been engaged four times. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> four times. Well, she's a lot to deal with. I mean, she is constantly complaining, even when they're like, they say something about like, She's complaining about the plates, and they're like, well, maybe Bluto will buy you nice plates. And she's like, well, that's just it. You want the people that I marry to buy the nice things. Yeah. And that's why no one wants to marry me, because they all have to buy the nice things for me. Like, everything is a, um, it's not easy. There's so much, cra- like, when she says, I need a glass, and her mom's like, you have a glass in your hand. And she's like, do you want a wine glass? Do you want a brandy glass? I'm like, I don't know what's going on in this movie. I don't, I don't like these characters. I don't like this conversation. This is making me all very uncomfortable. And also at this point, all of all, this is when I'm finding out a lot of stuff that I'm like, all right, this is probably like an origin story of all these people. We have not yet met Bluto, and Olive Oil describes him as the sweetest and most humble man on earth. <laughs> I was like, that's not the Bluto I know. From well, the later, cartoons. later when she sings about him, she just sings about him being large. Yeah, which is pretty funny. Yeah. Later when we meet him, I'm like, this guy's a monster. What is she talking yeah. about? No, and he is. But, yeah, she is engaged to marry him. Mm-hmm. And I guess she's been engaged to three other dudes in this tiny town. Like, I, I she's like the original runaway bride, basically. <laughs> later on, yeah. when she sneaks away. <laughs> Yeah, she's engaged. She's engaged to him, and we realize that we realize later that this affords the family a lot of tax breaks, um, <laughs> because 
Because <laughs> the tax man just shows up. He just like he'll confront you on the street and ask you for a dollar seventy-five because you walked breathing, the wrong right. way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You were breathing mm-hmm. in a weird manner. Mm-hmm. Anyone that is this close to Bluto is allowed to skate by tax-free. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Bluto is played by an actor named Paul Smith, and he was one of the gross gingers in Dune. Oh. And he was also in Red Sonia. Not sure what character he played there. Oh, so okay. really, he's making his third appearance. All right, look on at this him podcast. saying yeah. hey in the podcast. All right. So you had said earlier the next day there's a restaurant or a bar or something. It's like the local tavern or something. A local yeah. eatery. Well, yeah. And they sing a song about food where they say food <laughs> eighty-five times in a row. <laughs> But there's, like you said, it's a lively little town of, of food preparers and makers. And they, they uh, yeah, they just sing but, about how everything is the food and the food is basically just burgers. And, yeah, uh, that's the yeah. other thing. It's not really a song about food. It's just a song about hamburgers. Yeah. And we'd said earlier, it's, it's just food. Food, food. There's no life. There's no energy here. It's a very. I think the cook has the most energy. But. uh, Well, (laughs) some of the actors have energy, but Mm -hmm. none of what they're singing has energy at all. No. In any of these. This song is just gliding us to the fight scene, I think, maybe. Maybe? Because, yeah, this song is, is not. The song about the town is better. The Sweet Haven song about how Sweet yes. Haven is blessed and God bless Sweet Haven is yep. better than... Um, and this movie, as I had said early on, is almost two hours long. We're probably at this point 15 minutes into this movie and I do not know why Popeye's here. I don't know what's <laughs> I already well, watched... I listened to a bunch of songs. Of You're about to find out. You're about right. to find out. And it gets revealed to you, like, here we go. So we do... We meet Bluto, but we don't really meet him. There's in this town tavern eatery upstairs there's this horrible looking man that's just moaning like an animal and eating just like raw meat he's just yeah he's just for a place that only sells hamburgers he has meat on a stick yeah he's got meat on a stick and is alone in this little like um kind of loft area yeah (laughs) upstairs away from everyone else wimpy is of course, part of the Eat Eat song, he is gladly pay you Tuesday for a hamburger today. He's trying to make a deal and get the hamburgers. Even a sign in the restaurant that, you know, you got to pay now. That includes you, Wimpy. We don't take credit. Um, he and, steals um, hamburgers from a couple people during A blind this scene guy. Too. He steals one from a blind guy or somebody I didn't know if that guy inside. was blind or not. I don't because know. <laughs> he looks blind because he's wearing those glasses. But. Bluto, or, or sorry, Wimpy gets his hamburger, and Wimpy's like, what is that that you ordered there? And the guy goes, I ordered a hamburger. This is a hamburger. And Wimpy goes, uh, no, it's not, and just takes it. <laughs> Why? Like, I guess Wimpy's our villain. I mean, we find out later he kind of is. Yeah, he kind of is a shady guy. He's a little seedy, that Wimpy. He's got a gambling problem, and he bends really, like, he lives with the oils, and is still taking Olive Oil's son and yeah. giving him to Bluto or whatever, bringing him to the to the bad guy. But There was but, one part, I'm getting way ahead, oh. but there was one part that made me actually chuckle. I think I actually made a noise when he says that he's going to take the baby for a walk, and Popeye goes, wait, you're trying to pull a fast one. 
he can't walk yet. I kind of <laughs> like that. Oh, there's a couple. There's a couple of those fun little ones. Like, I think that there was a lot of mumbles that went through us. But there's other sure. other uh, little one-liners that are really fun, like that too. Like now, so so Popeye, Pluto or not Pluto? We keep doing that. Um, Wimpy. Wimpy sits down with Popeye, more or less, to get his burger from him. Yeah. Um, and but Popeye is is kind of like I need a friend to talk to, so I'm going to talk just to you. Unloads about, on this guy. Yeah, he's like, so here's why I'm here, and and here's what's happening. Wimpy's there, but he's not really listening. Ken didn't really right. care. So Popeye explains. He says, I'm a tolerant man, except when I hold a grudge. And he talks about uh, how he was uh, lost at sea. Mm-hmm. And while he was lost at sea, he had this vision. He was over a month where he, maybe it wasn't that long, but it was a long time. He was lost at sea. Uh, and it was like 75 days without food Oh, yeah, it was, it <laughs> it was, was a long time. Really okay, crazy. yeah, it was a long time. And he had a vision of his mama. And in the vision, the mama told him basically to go find his dad because he needs to forgive his dad because he's, his dad left him when he was just a boy. And that's what made him decide to go. And I think he was led by his, the vision of his mama to come specifically to this island, to this island of, of Sweet Haven. And um, while I would he's like to telling, think his mom's like, also, your pipe is there <laughs> for some reason. <laughs> We do find out later his dad's a pretty horrible guy. I like when he's having these fond memories of his father, and he's like, oh, when I was in my crib, he'd rock it so hard I'd barf all over the place. <laughs> it's like he'd bounce me on his knee so high and wouldn't always <laughs> catch me when I came back down. Yeah. Yeah. This guy sounds awful. But while he's saying all of this, he's kind of like there's a pack of bad dudes. In, bad in colorful sweaters. Let's call them. Yeah, yeah. They're colorful sweaters. Kind of giving him, they're laughing at him and everything. And they come right out and they're like, you're ugly. <laughs> they make fun of his eye. They make fun of his forearms. They say, I'll bet your dad's as ugly as you are. Like, yeah. These guys are just picking on him. They're just, ruthless. You know, it's, it's like five against one. Everybody in this restaurant, though, this must happen a lot because even the waitress like gets in a giant bird cage. <laughs> she goes in a cage. The, the, the restaurant goes on like a lockdown. <laughs> Cages are everywhere. <laughs> I like it when the the patrons at the uh, there's like a a bar or something in the front and they all tip backwards. Yep. Who is that guy? What is he from? The that one guy that shrinks his head down. He's like oh, a comic he's a, from. Yeah, he's in a lot of stuff. I can't think of um I can't think of anything I've seen him in other than he played a character called Mr. Noodle on Sesame Street. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Good he's call. he's like a he's like a trained mime or clown Mm -hmm. but he's in a ton of stuff he's Mm -hmm. in a ton of movies too so Mm -hmm. you've seen him in a bunch of bit parts and stuff like that Mm -hmm. i can't think of what his name is troubles are coming these sweater dudes are looking to pick a fight um with popeye these sweater dudes (laughs) (laughs) it's a gang of sweaters because they are they all have these colorful and they all they all look kind of greek in a way they're all like these bearded dark-haired muscle dudes they not only first they pick a fight with Popeye and then they make all of Popeye insists that they apologize. Kaka, apologize. To, 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 he's just inserting K's and dropping entire syllables from words in this movie. It's a very interesting speech impediment. Yes, and and the cartoon it does the same thing 
And I don't think I ever had a hard time understanding what he was saying in the cartoon. I didn't know half of what he was saying in this well, movie. Well, from what you're saying is right, and there was so much coke in Robin Williams' system when he was <laughs> well, delivering that's these lines. pretty much him from the 70s, probably into the 90s. Sure. Popeye doesn't take long for Popeye to wind up himself. Right. And really take each of these goons on one yeah. by one. He uses one of their faces as basically, what is that, a little boxing? Like a speed bag? Ball. But yeah, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You got it. Um. <laughs> you know me in boxing. <laughs> After watching Teen Wolf 2, I was like, I'm pretty <laughs> sure I know everything about this sport now. <laughs> but yeah, he kind of, like, he comically takes care of each one of these guys. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like, the, you know, it's, it's, it's cartoon fighting. It's cartoon violence. There are a few things that are surprising. Late in this movie, when the only words to come out of Poop Deck Pappy's mouth are haul ass, like... <laughs> Over and over and over again, just yelling haul ass. I was like, what's happening? And near the end of this movie, Popeye just yells shit and jumps into the ocean. (laughs) When I started this movie on Amazon, up in the corner, it tells you the little warnings. And it says PG. And it says violence, strong language, and drug use. I was like, what movie am I about to watch? And even by the end, I went, I don't know if I saw any drug use. I think they're just talking about behind the scenes. (laughs) That's awesome. (laughs) So he beats all these guys up. That night is, it appears to be, I guess, Olive Oil's engagement party? Yeah, I think it's time for the party. And I like that... um Popeye assumes that he's invited and he goes and he makes this little announcement to everyone how nice it is to be there even though he's like and the whole town just looks at him the whole place gets quiet the whole town's at the party um, and everyone just gets quiet including Mrs. Oil who's been pretty nice to Mr. I everyone that is in this house has been nice to him they just stare at him though when he talks yeah Um, it's really weird because he gets like all dolled up and he's wearing, you know, sailor like a suit. blue yeah. sailor outfit. <laughs> but the moment he walks in, the party just dies. Uh-huh. And it's just like everyone ignores him until he leaves the yeah. party. It, Doesn't even a fur growls at him? A lady's wearing a fur and he tries to talk to her and the fur growls at him. You kind of feel bad for the guy. He's just trying to fit in in this town. Yeah. Also, I mean, also you just beat a bunch of pretty bad dudes up at a bar. You'd figure yeah. that would get around. Everybody would be like, oh, yeah, you're pretty cool. But it takes until he throws the tax collector in the <laughs> ocean. They're like, now you're our hero. There's like a parade for him practically. Oh, yeah. When he's separated from Sweepy. And so he leaves, but upstairs, I thought this was kind of funny. Oh, yeah. Are these Shelley Duvall's friends yeah. that are basically calling her husband to be a sack of shit? <laughs> it's really weird. She's like, he's pretty great. And they're like, yeah, he's a big giant loser, you dummy. Well, I mean, they, they're just being honest with her. They're honest friends. And if this is her fourth engagement, I think it's clear that she's just going for what's left in the town, right? I assume she was engaged to at least two of those guys Popeye just beat up. Exactly. And maybe the guy who kicks his hat around town. Right. <laughs> Maybe that's what it's been for her. You know, she's finally like, I'll just marry for money, I guess. Yeah. I mean, he's at least we'll, at least we'll be comfortable in the town. We won't be taxed. Right. Yeah. Yeah. No, Olive they... oil isn't getting any younger. Like... Yeah. Yeah. She's got to get these childbearing hips. The biological <laughs> clock is ticking. Right. They basically sing about that he is a, he's an ugly guy. And her, her comeback to that is that he's large. 
And he's hers. And he's mine. He's large and he's mine. But the whole time that they're singing and they're thinking we're getting ready for this party, Olive Oil is secretly packing a bag. <laughs> uh, secretly? It's, it's right there. Like it's, If these ladies looked on the other side of the bed, they'd see what she's doing. Yeah. But she really does just walk out the door. She's like, all right, that's it. This isn't working out. And she and Popeye run into each other on the dock. Mm-hmm. Um, they have a lengthy text conversation. Yeah. <laughs> so much as movies just taxes. <laughs> so, and she's like considering running away, but you can tell she's nervous. And, and she's like, all right, well, you help me and take my stuff. And he's like, all right, well, I'll take your stuff for you. And he starts walking. She's like, no, not that way. He turns around. She's like, no, not that way. And it's pretty clear she doesn't know what she's doing. He understands right. she doesn't know what she's doing. So then they kind of just go have a nice little seat near steps. They just go sit by the strange docks. Woman. Yeah. Like, I'm yeah. so confused about this baby's origin. <laughs> well, later on, I think I do see the mom in town when they're passing the baby around the town. I'm like, wait, that's the baby's mama's bag. And the other thing is, we are meant to believe that this is Popeye's baby, right? So I didn't know... <laughs> Well, what was happening? There's a conversation when they're feeding the baby in the closet. And Olive Oil, I think it's a closet that they're in. I don't know what room they're in. And yes. Olive Oil's like, it has my eyes. And Popeye's yes. like, it has my mouth. And it doesn't belong to either of them. Yeah. That's, you know what? Maybe this is, uh, maybe everybody in this town already hates Popeye. Because there's a woman in this town that's like, you see that guy? That's yeah. a loser that was here that knocked me up. He left his pipe and he left yeah. me with a baby. And he left me with the baby. But when he comes back to look for his dad, oh boy. Right. His pipe's going to have syphilis on it and I'm going to give him back this baby. I don't know how a pipe syphilis gets syphilis on it. Listen, if you want to get syphilis on a pipe, you can figure it out. <laughs> She's had time to figure all this out. Oh, man. All right. So, Wait, so again, yeah. olive oil uh, has some bags packed, and one of those bags looks like a picnic basket. It's and just a picnic basket. <laughs> while, while they're talking, they don't realize. Um, what are they talking about? Is that important at all? Let me see. Um, uh, I'm going to guess no. Okay. Um well, so olive oil. No, this is when. Well, oh, it's when he's is, talking about how horrible his dad is. Yes, what his dad gave him an electric eel to play with. Um, <laughs> the basket is switched, as we said, by this lady. Right. Olive oil recognizes right away that this is not her basket, and then they hear the sound of a rattlesnake, which olive oil freaks out about the rattlesnake noise. And I love it. He goes, "I'll chase those mariachis. I got." Her. Some great lines. It's like, you don't know what olive oil is, but you know what mariachis are. <laughs> so also this, I think this leads into the idea that this woman has been waiting for Popeye because I like how when olive oil's like, what is that that you have in your hand? And Popeye's like, it's your basket. Olive oil goes, that's not my basket. Someone painted it to make <laughs> it look like it was mine. I was like, what a devious and bizarre trick. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so yeah, they find a baby, and it's the cutest baby oh. I've ever seen. I have three children. This is the cutest baby I've seen in my life. It is. A, it is, is top notch baby here, and the expressions. Top notch baby. <laughs> that sounds like a movie that should be. Made. Top notch baby. 
the expressions, the, the cooing, none of it seems um, forced. It all seems very natural that this baby's, even the whistle. I really think that baby was whistling. I was I like, think that, oh, yeah. I think that baby's picking horses. <laughs> Everybody was picking. No, at no point did it ever look like someone was holding a doll or no. anything like that. Like anytime there's a baby, it's this kid. And mm-hmm. like you said, child labor laws. But like I said, they're on Malta. Nothing applies Nothing, here. Nothing. No. Like, no. Like this kid's parents are probably like, when are we going to see our child? Yeah. And, and Robert Altman's like, I told you, six months. Yeah. <laughs> you could come to the border of Malta when you're ready. When we're ready to release. We'll send the baby back stuffed in a dummy. It's fine. It's fine. (laughs) Well, the the letter that's attached to the baby is addressed to the one-eyed sailor. Yes! (laughs) It's so specific. (laughs) But it it does ask for the one-eyed sailor to be the baby's mother. Which, yep. that's why Popeye um, takes the role. You could be the fodder, he later tells, like, <laughs> olive oil, but I'm the mutter. That's yep. what the note said. Um, but, yeah, that, that he is to take care of this baby. And olive oil, right away, this is, she, I mean, it's clear that olive oil's had a thing for Popeye since she saw him. That's why she's been falling over herself since he got into town. Really? Um, I think so. I think that's why she's so clumsy around him. Oh, see, I didn't see that until, I thought they started to, to make that connection, like, when you said when they're feeding the baby in the closet. Like, I saw well, that's a lot when of it she then. Real, when she realizes okay. that she likes him, but I think that that she likes him from you know he's a strange man in town she wants out of town this is she this just is wasn't ticket out exactly yeah. she wasn't focused on it being the love connection but <clears throat> anyway the baby is now thrust in their arms and she is all for the baby yes. you know she's like well great now we have this baby and now they go so meanwhile back in well, her yeah. house meanwhile this is important <laughs> because now we meet Bluto and I'm confused and frightened for everyone in this town. <laughs> He's got a song. Is this when he sings his song about being mean? Yeah. Yep. Yeah, mm-hmm. I'm mean. You know what I mean? Okay, great. Good lyrics, first of all. <laughs> Perfect song. It really is just him saying mean, just like the food song. Yeah. It's mean, mean, mean. I'm mean. You know what I mean? I'm really mean. I'm super this mean. This was not his voice, yeah? This is him really singing? Yeah, I, I, I guess. I, yeah. This was the one guy that I was like, this is not this guy. The rest of them I thought, sure, but maybe. Okay, I'll buy it. I, um, I, yeah, I, I, this would be a weird thing for the one thing for them to be like, you know what, let's get a pro in here for this. <laughs> I don't know. First of all, on his way to the party, he forgets about to bring her flowers, so he picks through somebody's garden to bring a flowers to her. Um because he's mean. Because he's mean, mean, mean. Once he gets to the party, um, he's got this flower and he does and I. She loves me. She loves me now. She's going to marry me. She's not oh, going to marry me. Forever. Uh, yes. So long. And then he almost picks the wrong one, but something yep. happens to distract him and then he gets it right. And mm-hmm. now he's just excitedly um, waiting. And olive oil is obviously nowhere to be found. Her friends come downstairs for a minute and try to say she, olive oil is missing, but they're sort of 
he jumps down their throat. What do you mean, olive oil? Where is she? Yeah, it's it's just it's everybody at this party standing around staring at him waiting. while he's waiting. They're, they're all her. on eggshells, and they're all right. on eggshells because she's not. And the mom is screaming for olive oil, and she's not mm-hmm. coming anyway. She the mom gives come. him tea, which he drinks and then eats the glass. Yeah. <laughs> He break, is this when he breaks the house or is it after he sees the baby? It's after he sees the baby. Okay. okay. He screams he, for her. This is now when he goes upstairs and he can't find her and I think he just screams for her. Right. And, so uh, he realizes that she's gone. She mm-hmm, has left. Mm-hmm. So he is kind of like trashing up the house a little bit, but then mm-hmm. they come back. So he sees his bride-to-be with a baby <laughs> and with this stranger. This is one of two times in this movie that characters' clothing colors change because he gets so mad. Suddenly we're seeing them from his perspective and they're dressed in red. And the red background behind them. Everything is red. The it's, baby. Yep. Yes. And it's really funny because it's not yeah. just like a red filter on the camera because their skin tone's not red. They just put red outfits uh-huh. on them and like painted the walls red. Yes. But he's pissed. He's in, and Popeye is like, I love it. He's trying to give the baby over. Olive oil is trying to hold the baby. He's like ready to take. Okay, listen, I will do what I got to do. Even though this is, he's kind of innocent in it. Like, olive oil ran away, and they found this baby together. It's not like they like. Yeah, it's it's yeah, looks suspicious. It does look a little suspicious. Right, because the whole time <laughs> Bluto's beating up Popeye, and he beats yeah. him up all the way down to the dock, and mm-hmm. you know, but. Every time, like we said, Popeye's just mumbling stuff. And half the time he's like, well, if I were in your position, I'd be doing this too. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah. You know, he really understands. Uh, but eventually he gets punched so hard that he corkscrews down through the dock. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Through a boat and into the water. And after all of this, because of this, I guess the engagement's off. Because uh, she tried to run away. Yeah. Um. Her family is now, first of all, their home was destroyed. Bluto, yeah. like, tears the walls off his Yeah, home. windows are broken and, yeah, yeah, part of the walls. But it's right. okay because they live near the water anyway, so now they have a great ocean view and a breeze that comes through the whole kitchen. Um, and also the next day, the uh, they are then taxed into oblivion, basically. Yeah, like, everything is, yeah. yes. They're in a house without walls, without furniture mm-hmm. now because he broke all that stuff. And now the tax man shows up and he's like, you guys have a lot of back taxes you might have to pay for. But yes. you know what? Who cares about this family? Because Olive Oil and Popeye are now sitting like, uh, you know, on a sunny cliffside arguing oh, yeah. about Sweet Pea's name. Mm-hmm. She could care less. They have a baby to raise. Move on, right? right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I get it. They have just, they were handed a baby by a stranger. Popeye believes it's his baby for some mm. reason. And now it's the their note. baby. Yeah. And I guess they're a couple now. Like, it's so... This is so strange that all of this happens in this movie at, like, a crazy breakneck speed. I think... It, it, I Well, olive oil needed something, right, to, to sure. hook her life into. Marriage was going to be hard for her. Fourth engagement. Pluto really wasn't her guy. This baby and raising this baby with this stranger is what could save her. That's what she, you know, it's like it's, okay. it happened so quickly because, because um, again, these characters are a little damaged. They're looking for something. Here's this beautiful baby that's going to help resurrect them. And it does. Yes. And okay. it does. Right? It, in, in 
several ways. Yes, mm-hmm. you're mm-hmm. right. Yeah. But in the meantime, you're talking about characters like finding something and, and finding ways out of things. Yeah. For some reason now we see a poster. Oh, right. The fight. Uh, <laughs> yes. About there's a big fighter, a big mm-hmm. boxer. And Who it's comes like, with his own boat and with a boxing <laughs> ring on it. That's so bizarre. Linda Hunt, his mom, for some reason. Also in Dune. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. If I don't move, this flying needle won't hurt me. (laughs) All right. So anyway, so castor oil. Mm -hmm. This is another weird part of this movie because we see him looking at this poster Mm -hmm. and we get a voiceover. The only... I just... I just did the bit from Dune where everyone had a voiceover. This is the only time in this movie where you hear him being like, 15 months tax-free. That could really help my family. I want. <laughs> like, well, are we not, as the audience, we're not going to understand what's happening? It said it right on the poster. Yeah, yeah. 15 months tax-free if you go one round with this guy. Yes. Suddenly we're in a boxing match. Yeah. <laughs> This movie is moving in weird directions, it just moves, and right. it's not even like an hour in at this point. Well, so now Castor is going to do this for his family. Olive Oil is too busy trying to raise this new baby that she found, so she's not oh, trying to help busy. the family. So here he goes, and like we said, this I don't even remember this wrestler's name or this fighter's name, but there's a huge... Because it doesn't matter. There's, he's a big guy, he's like Andre the Giant Big, and then there's a yeah. huge, like, what would you call that? I would call it a giant wooden carving of him wooden, on the front yes. of his boat. Yes. <laughs> but it's enormous, like the wooden carving is like eight stories high. Yeah. It's like comically large. <laughs> and so suddenly there's a big boxing match. Yeah. And Everybody from the town goes. Even they the baby. They don't even seem to understand why they're going. Like, nobody knows who's fighting. The moment Caster walks out, everybody's like, what's happening? How did this? Who's? Why are we here? What's what's going Yeah, they bring the baby to a boxing match. They kind of fight about it, though. Olive Oil's not a fan. She's like, baby shouldn't go to boxing matches. <laughs> Popeye's like, no baby of mine is not gonna go. Yeah. Um, and but now this boxing match is intense. It's a fight to the finish, a fight to the death. So that's what that was not on that poster. No. So that's what I'm confused about because you want to tell that shit up front if that's right. The case. Yes. Yeah. I don't. If this was a fight to the death, I don't think castor oil who wears like a beanie propeller like he's a baby <laughs> would sign up for this. Well, he, he does want to save the family, and the family is, again, she's, the mom is trying to convince Olive Oil, tell your brother not to do this, you have to do something. And she's like, I got this baby now, I don't know. What yes, <laughs> her response is really great, because it really is like, I don't know, he does what he wants. <laughs> I got responsibilities now. Have you met my new man? He's living in the same house. <laughs> Maybe you don't know what's going on, his name is Mr. I. So this kid gets pummeled, of course. Well, and why is Wimpy the ring announcer slash referee? For this? Because they don't have enough people in town. Oh my god. <laughs> so this kid's beat up, and I did think in a movie that existed, you know, many years ago, over forty years ago now, 
this practical effect when this boxer basically punts him out of the <laughs> ring. <laughs> it's really good. He flies like out of the ring. Wimpy holds him like he's holding the football. He puts his <laughs> finger on his butt. And then the, the fighter runs and kicks him and he flies like out of the building. And that's all Popeye can take. So, of course, Popeye has to go in. It doesn't just go in. Popeye is dressed as Popeye sitting watching the fight and then oh, yeah, he when he a, jumps into the ring he's suddenly in his in his boxing outfit ready for this fight um uh she doesn't want the baby to poor little fatherless baby oh 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 she's so worried about him this guy is strong <laughs> but popeye's got this great thing Ooh, that happens where when he gets hit he literally bounces back so he yeah. gets knocked down but he's kind of like a spring and he can kind of bounce right back and also he's got you know he's popeye he's got like cool he's good got these just dance moves. A bunch of yeah. sweater yeah. dudes yeah this big guy's got nothing on him yes but here's the biggest issue and why this fight goes on for way longer than it should have popeye doesn't want to hit him because no, his, his corner person is his mother mm-hmm. <laughs> and he's mm-hmm. he even asked him he's like can you tell your mother to leave like yeah. can she just go like that's i'll, I'll hit you then and he gets this guy to, I don't think he gets him to do this. The guy accidentally punches his own mother. Oh, yeah. And I did think this was a funny line because Popeye's mumbling the whole time. And Popeye looks down. We don't see the ramifications of this giant ape punching an elderly woman in the face. <laughs> but Popeye goes, where do I send the flowers? As though this woman is clearly dead. But now that's all he needed. And he takes his fist and <laughs> He winds it. it up, uh-huh. and then he twists, punches him. He twists his, uh, his pipe there, right, doesn't yep. he? And then, uh, yeah, he wins the fight. Mm-hmm. So I guess this family, or Popeye, doesn't have to pay tax for a while. None of that's really resolved. No, we just know that he was won the fight, yeah. Yeah, we just know he won a boxing match, and this guy's giant carp statue falls into the ocean. Yes, that's right. He's He's been defeated. Um now we have our sweet scene of Popeye and Alva feeding the, the baby in the closet. Um, it really is a sweet scene, but also strange because Popeye looks through a weird little peephole first <laughs> to see. Oh, yeah. Because I was like, oh, is he like peeping on olive oil? Because that's weird. But he's just peeping outside of his door into the hallway. Yeah. Where she's in like this closet or this other space. It's not her room. It's, it looks like a closet. Yeah. They shoved this baby yeah. in. And there, she's feeding the baby, and he's. Then they sing this sweet song with each other while they sing to the baby. It's a cute little duet that they have. It's um, it's an appropriately slow song. The first appropriately slow song in this movie. Mm-hmm. Now we get to really know a little more about Sweet Pea. We learn. Um, oh. This next morning, yeah. this, this discussion in the kitchen over breakfast, because mm-hmm. uh, the baby just makes noises, yeah. like baby noises, and mm-hmm. they're losing their minds. <laughs> this family cannot <laughs> believe that this baby can make noise. Olive oil is communicating with her, with the baby and asking the baby certain questions. and Yeah, like, will Popeye die in this boxing match? And the baby... Whistles, which means no, I guess. Mm-hmm. But then when the baby whistles later, it means yes, this horse will win a race. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And they, they think it's remarkable. The baby's a prophet, is what Popeye, I think, yes. says. My little boy's a prophet. Wimpy 
like we said, turns out to be a shady character. And he sees opportunity with this baby. Well, the rest of the family kind of sees, oh, look at this. Look at this smart little baby. I do like the fact that he just pulls a racing form out of his pocket. <laughs> yeah. Just, I guess, always in there. And yeah, he's going to take this baby to the track. The reveal of the track. is <laughs> pretty great. Yeah. It, it both had me roll my eyes and also kind of like nod like, you did it, movie. You got me there. Yeah, okay. yeah. I'll give you points for this one. Because <laughs> it's just those metal horses. Like, if you're at the boardwalk and you have those little guns that shoot water and the horses go, that's what the track that's, is. That's where they're betting. That's what they're betting on. And apparently the entrance is a brothel of yes. the track or the front part, which um, Popeye brothel? calls it. Right? A whorehouse? Yes. Wait, <laughs> I don't think Popeye calls it a whorehouse. No, Popeye calls it a house of ill repukes. Real, <laughs> yes, house of ill repukes. Because we do see, like, it also is an opium den. Like, there's oh, some, yeah. like, you almost see these bunk beds, and there's, like, a guy laying, his <laughs> arm is hanging out of this. Another guy's got a giant pipe, and I'm like, this looks like the most fun place on this island. This is the, this is the seedy place of the island. Of course, Wimpy would know how to get there. Um, because what's funny about this is the whole family goes down. Well, because they get concerned. Wimpy offers to take the baby for a walk. Right. And this is where, like you said, um, Popeye's like, wait a minute. Are you trying to trick me because this baby can't walk? And then Popeye's like, you know what? He's like the Uncle Wimpy, right? We got to let Uncle Wimpy. We gotta, this is going to yep. be okay. We'll let him. But meanwhile... Yeah. Wimpy's gone for a long time. They start to get worried. Hours. And the, when, the, when Popeye goes, we shouldn't worry. He's only been gone for several hours. Then he goes, wow. He goes, what am I saying? It only took several hours to build this island. <laughs> Lots of things. And then the mom, somehow, somebody magically discovers the, the, the horse track pamphlet on the floor and they're like oh, well, of course that's we where he is take a boat ride and it's every not time they're close by no well, let's take a Wimpy boat gets in a boat with the baby to go there <laughs> yes. anytime there are boats in this it's so boring because boats don't go fast like yeah. there's like a boat chase at the end of this where they're both barely moving well and then one sinks and they have to fight with cannons yeah it's, yeah. it's like we watched them Sail to an island in real time at the end of this movie. It's like, why are we doing this? So I think it's funny because the family goes there to rescue this baby. Yes. And Wimpy shows them, like, this oh, baby yeah. knows everything. This baby I just won 100, me 100 Yeah. $120. Yeah. And I'm like, $120 in question mark year? Who knows? That might be like a million dollars for them. Well, and right away, Olive Oil's like, wait a minute. Oh. <laughs> Let's see what this baby can do. Yep. Yeah. And Popeye's the one that's like, we're not keeping my baby here. We got to get my yep. baby out of here. But Olive Oil sings a song or whatever and yeah. takes the baby and the whole family walks away <laughs> and allows Popeye to just be surrounded by whores. <laughs> but this is where Popeye has his great song about I am, where he basically covers Edie Brigell and is singing the, about I am what I am, but that's yep. all that I am. The song with the most energy in this movie. And and it's not saying much because <laughs> he jumps over a railing at one point. And I was like, wow, that is the big finish for this music. <laughs> now I'm, I'm very confused because Popeye goes back, or they all go back, I guess, back to, mm -hmm. you know, the town or whatever. Popeye... 
does he get into some sort of argument with the tax man? I kind of missed what led up to him throwing him into yeah, the ocean. I think that he's, um, this is when, let's see, Popeye the Sailor Man. He lives in a garbage can. I, he's gone. <laughs> he eats all the worms and spits out the germ. He's trying to sleep with the baby. He, he takes the baby from olive oil. He decides that he can't stay there anymore because they're going to be bad influences. And I think he's just frustrated. And so okay. he, he's got the baby on a hammock, and he's on a hammock, and now they're going to sleep over by the docks, and the tax man is going to tax him for sleeping here. Okay. And I think he's just frustrated, like, tax man, I'm just trying to, me and my baby are just trying to make this work. <laughs> yeah, my baby and, just trying to uh, sleep in hammocks yeah. on a dock. What's your deal? And I, I Those people live he, in a house that doesn't even have walls. I don't know yeah. how the rooms are on. How are we not taxing them? I don't think he purposely pushes the tax man, but the tax man does fall in the water, and the crowd goes wild. The people, this is something that they have been, I don't know why no one else has tried to push this man in the water when they've taxed him. But um, And it's it's weird because everybody celebrates like he just murdered him. Yeah. Like he's in the water. He's going to he swim back out. out. He's <laughs> even still got his hat and I think his little ticket thing or whatever, right. tax ticket thing. The town it celebrates this and a parade, a spontaneous parade yeah, starts. confetti, it's a whole thing. Popeye's on the shoulders of basically the whole town. The whole town has finally accepted Popeye. And um, sure. Uh, in in the mix of all of this, Sweet Pea has just been kind of pan like we I said earlier. I thought maybe he was in the arms of his mother that gave him away again, but he's yeah. he's passed through the town and eventually gets back into the arms of um, Wimpy. And right. we didn't mention this during the um, whole fiasco at the horse track. Pluto has or Bluto has seen. <laughs> combined Popeye and Pluto there. He has seen the powers of the baby right. in action. And so he sort you of sounded like David Bowie there for a second. <laughs> I'm the babe. I'm the babe with the power. Uh, he summons Wimpy and is basically like, get me that baby. I need that yeah. baby in, in my possession. Um, mm -hmm. And, and so, he does. It's yeah, really so totally Wimpy, just yeah, this during baby. this parade, it's the perfect opportunity for Wimpy to get his hands on the baby. And again, Baby does a great job of being like, I'm a little uncomfortable with you. Where are you taking me? Yeah. Great job. And I love this because this is the one part of the movie that we get a little slow motion action um, when Popeye is screaming for a little, uh, kind of like an Adrian style. Uh-huh. Um, yelling for sweepy. Baby's gone. Mm-hmm. Popeye's all alone. Popeye mm -hmm. writes a note to this baby. Oh, yeah. Puts it in a bottle. So <laughs> throws sad. Throws it in the water. Mm-hmm. Um, also, this is the part in this movie where I was like, all right, stop singing. Because he's singing a sad song about this baby. And we cut to... Uh, Olive Oil, who's watching oh, him sing the a song. He Needs Me song. She he starts singing me. her yeah. own song. Mm -hmm. Yeah. The lyrics, at one point she goes, he needs me, he needs me, he needs me, he needs me. And the song ends. Like, that's it. That's the entire song. I cannot believe these are actually songs. It's great. It's a musical. It's a musical. <laughs> it sure is a musical, sure. But yeah, she she 
But he, she also dances and sways with her big awkward shoes while she da da does and right, needs yes. me. So it's 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 entertaining. It's entertaining. Yeah. Um, Bluto sucks his thumb when he sleeps. I wrote that down. Thought we should know that. And again, baby sweet pea is looking out the little window for his, the his little, little Popeye porthole? daddy. It's yeah. a porthole. Can we please oh, use maritime so language? Sorry. And it's weird because it does iris in yeah. on the, <laughs> the baby's face like the movie ended. It's yeah. like, oh, okay. Oh. That's a tragic ending, I guess. <laughs> but so now uh, we can sort of fast track, I guess. We yeah. see that Sweet Pea has been given to Popeye's father. Yes. Poop Deck Pappy. Poop Deck Pappy, who is the com- com- Commodore. Commodore. I keep having this issue saying it. He's who Bluto reports to, essentially. Yeah. I get one. Like, we're now being introduced to the person in charge, the big villain of this movie, mm-hmm. at the end of the movie. And he's he's got Popeye arms. He's got Popeye winky eye. He's got the pipe. He's clearly Popeye's dad. Right. Um, and he's trying to feed the baby spinach. and um, Right, baby doesn't want spinach. Yeah. And this is when we find out, or um, I guess Olive Oil finds out what's going on, and then she tells Popeye. Like, she convinces Wimpy when she gets on that one bridge. She's on a bridge with Wimpy, and Wimpy's like, I'm not going to tell you, I don't know anything. And she basically just shakes the bridge up a little bit, and he confesses. She sees what's happening. They go back, and they get uh, Popeye to tell Popeye... We found everybody, basically. We found the baby. We found your dad. We found Pluto. They're all in the same spot. And um, he goes and he sees. um, And the dad won't admit it at first that they're related. It's so weird. Yeah. Because Pluto, first of all, he's like, no, this baby's mine. You know what? I don't need you anymore for some reason. So he ties him up. Yes. So Popeye comes and they're arguing forever because... Popeye's like, oh, my God, you're my dad. This is so great. Look at us. We have a... Like when he, he says all this stuff like, look at our arms. He's like, I don't see the... No, I don't yeah. see the resemblance there. He's like, listen to the way we talk. And then he goes, look at our squinky... He goes, squinky eyes. <laughs> and I like how his dad stares at him and he goes, what squinky eye? I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> but then he's... Finally, he's like, I don't know. Cut me down. Let's go get Bluto. Let's go get this baby. Right. And he does. And we hear bird. Like, we suddenly hear cartoon noises in this movie. Oh, when he gets knocked out? Yeah, but no, when his dad falls, when he cuts him down, it's like a boing and then bird oh, yeah. chirping noises. <laughs> like, this wasn't in this movie before. <laughs> oh, we find out that Bluto not only has the baby, but mm-hmm. he also has taken olive oil. Oh, prisoner, yeah. And he shoved her in one of those, like, big pipes like those yeah. big steam pipes or whatever those things are uh-huh. on ships on the ship the time. she's stuck yes. though she's not going anywhere no so she's just fretting a lot oh oh, oh boy oh boy oh silly boy um and now we get a lazy lazy boat chase to like somebody's like skull island like, <laughs> what should I know what Skull Island is? It's a dangerous place where the octopus lives, apparently. No, we get there, and now the family is back. They're all back on the boat. All our yeah. little characters are back. Even the guy with the beard, the Undertaker, is, the Undertaker. is there. I keep thinking about the wrestler. Every time. 
I do like Popeye's dad does a little song. It's not even a song. It's just basically a list of all the reasons parents should hate their kids. That is, that's a point in this movie where I did not know if it was a song or not. Because he's just talking, but there's music playing. I'm like, it sounds like it should be a song, but none of it rhymes. None of it goes with the music, but it sounds like this should be a song. (laughs) But he's just saying all these things like kids complain all the time and they take. Yeah, he's just complaining about how terrible kids are. Bluto ship sinks. The the baby's on like a little little life raft or a a tiny boat. Their ship also sinks. Mm -hmm. And I guess they're close enough to his island. And also Bluto's with the baby on this boat and he's rowing and he goes, is the treasure underwater? And the baby goes, yeah. And then Bluto dives in and the treasure's right there. There's no tension. There's nothing. Because it's almost like at this point in the movie, I'm like, all right, movie, end. And it was as if everybody making the movie was like, let's just end. Well, now we meet another character. Because when Bluto goes under the water, we see a deadly octopus underneath there. Giant rubber octopus. The amount of times they just show one eye really close up. It's like, this thing must not have worked properly. So there's uh, Popeye and Bluto have like these brief water fights a Uh little bit. As they're all running around. Um, Shelly Duvall, she's basically reduced to just yelling Popeye a lot at this point. And when doing the oh, oh, oh boy. (laughs) Yes. Mm -hmm. Uh, Bluto finds the treasure Mm -hmm. and swims away to open the treasure. And the uh, octopus tries to eat the baby, and I thought, like we see the, we see these tentacles like wrapping around this baby, and then we cut away and we come back and the whole boat's getting dragged down. I was like, are they gonna murder a baby? No, or the baby like, gets hooked and saved yep. somehow. And um, good, I like that you said somehow because that's a lot of what this movie does is somehow this happened and then somehow this happened. But next thing we know, he's in Pappy's arms. And, yes. Um, he and is Pappy safe. has stolen, because now Bluto and Popeye are fighting, so Pappy's stolen the treasure, opens it up. It's just Pappy's, like, locker. Like, well, I love it. Stuff. <laughs> it Pappy has the same picture or picture oh, that like Popeye has. Popeye, in the beginning, is, is talking about staring at this, what we think is a photo in a frame saying yeah. how much he misses his dad and inside it is just says me pappy and <laughs> yep. then in this treasure box there's same thing there's a frame and pappy has it and it says me son yep. so it's pretty great but there's like bronze baby shoes yeah and cans of spinach yep and so popeye is being really just like beat up by bluto and yep. his dad's like hey you gotta eat spinach it makes you really strong and he throws his son is in a fight to the death with this guy. He throws the can, it hits Popeye in the head, and his dad goes bullseye. <laughs> and I think one of the most kind of like weirdly gross and kind of satisfying and bizarre moments of this is when Bluto opens the can of spinach oh, and you see it? this giant mitt just like mushing. <laughs> gross can spinach into Robin Williams' mouth. <laughs> he now has the power of spinach, which we all knew he needed it the whole time. That's all he needed. Because we know Popeye the... better than Popeye knows Popeye. Yeah. 
He's just getting to know himself right here. Yes. He's got hair. This is pre-real pop Right. He turns himself into a submarine, basically, right? He sure does. <laughs> and he <laughs> saves olive oil. He, like, punch, he punches this octopus into outer space, maybe? Yeah. Punts the octopus. <laughs> Do we get a satisfying conclusion where he beats up Pluto? Nope. No. Not at all. Because Pluto... Turns yellow, meaning now he's wearing yellow clothing, <laughs> and he swims away. Mm-hmm. And then everyone sings the Popeye theme song, <laughs> and Olive Oil makes eyesies at him. There's, the end. And Popeye dances like a loon, does some flips in this cave. He is walking little... on water uh-huh. at the end of this movie. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Literally. He's doing backflips on uh-huh. water. And that's Ooh, Popeye the my. Sailor Man. Yeah, toot toot. This was Popeye the Sailor Man. I did not enjoy this experience no? at all. No, How do I you... really. It was. It's so boring. It was so. I was amazed at times how boring this cartoon movie was. Oh, well. I really I'm, didn't like it. What about you? I mean, I for nostalgia purposes, it, I do remember watching. I remember a lot of these scenes from when I was a kid, and I've watched this movie before. Um, I agree. I definitely see. I mean, it's like you said, it's two hours, so there's definitely things that could have been cut from it <laughs> to make it a little less. Sure. But I just, I find it. It was just fun to me. I enjoyed. Yeah. Uh, I, I really enjoyed watching Robin Williams kind of. Mm-hmm find himself in this character he really did i was like i i don't know i thought it was five i think shelly duvall did a great job i see what you mean i see how people would say um you know it, it drags that parts or it's a bit boring but these cast of characters these these misfits were so fun to me and so funny and the story even though it is long you it's got so much going on that I love it. Um, wow. So, okay. Yeah, I liked it. I liked I, it. Listen, I'm glad you enjoyed it. It's your birthday pick. You should yeah. always enjoy your birthday pick. Sure. But boy, this did not. This did not do it for me. And I could see where you would say yeah. that. I when I finished it, I said I don't think Doug would like <laughs> this. I don't think he would. I think maybe uh, again you, you get into song and dance sometimes in our movies. You I do. do. You'll admit that. But there wasn't, like you said, the songs were mumbly for you. The dancing, not quite enough. Um, I'm still shocked. And I thought about it during this movie. mm -hmm. I thought to myself at one point, Yentl is so much better than this movie. I thought you were going to say Yentl is so much better. Yeah. Because I thought that, I thought too, I thought, well, you know, he really did like Yentl. Maybe he'll find the same charm in Popeye as he did in the little yeshiva boy but no nope uh uh-uh. uh no 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 if there's no weird lesbian plot line i am not into it i don't even the now, cute was, baby didn't yeah. bring you okay yeah it's just it wasn't for me and i know i saw this when i was younger but i must have been really young like i didn't yeah. remember anything about this at all so all right well so what is your recommendation well, I I find Popeye to be kind of a feel-good, kind of like, you know, he's trying to be a good guy in this, right? And I recently watched, uh, per my brother, uh, older brother's uh, suggestion, the show Ted Lasso. 
that Apple TV show with Jason Sudeikis or Sude- I don't know his name. I Sudeikis. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, I'll call him Sudeikis. I want there to be a cartoon now <laughs> with the character Jason Sudeikis, and it's a duck. But it's a really great show. It's called Ted Lasso. Okay. And he's a, a he's from America, but he goes to the UK to coach uh, soccer, and he it really it's such a feel good fun um funny uh, well done show if you have apple tv and if you could get i don't know how you get it um you have to (laughs) (laughs) if you have apple tv you can watch it if you don't i don't know you're out of luck (laughs) (laughs) i don't know how you get it how did you get it how did you get apple tv (laughs) Walk us through that process. <laughs> All right, that sounds good. I've heard of that show. I don't have Apple TV, and I don't know how to get it, so I guess I'm never going to see it. But I've heard it, and I've heard that it's pretty good. <laughs> right. uh, I'm going to recommend a Robert Altman movie that's Great. actually good and has Shelley Duvall in it. Good. Um, he made a movie in 1977. It's called Three Women. Oh. Uh, and it's it's starring Shelley Duvall and Sissy Spacek. Uh, and it's a movie Might about a um, two women that are very, very different. One is super outgoing and the other one is very reserved. Let's just say that. Mm-hmm. And after a traumatic event, I'm trying not to give away a whole lot of this. Okay. They start to sort of reverse personalities Mm. you know the one who's reserved starts to be more outgoing the other one starts to become a little more reserved okay um it has i would say like shades of mulholland drive shades of maybe like single white female even in there uh but it's really good it is i know i just you know i complained that popeye was almost two hours long this movie is over two hours long and it's slow but it's not nearly as boring as Popeye. All right. <laughs> it's, all right. Yeah. So it's it's a pretty engaging movie, and it's worth checking out. All right. So, Jamie, we did it. We talked about Popeye. We sure did. <laughs> so we're going to be back with a regular episode in two weeks. But patrons of this show, in the meantime, on February 1st, you will get a patrons-only episode. Just for you guys. Where we talk about... Howard the Duck! Yes! I'm oh. very excited because I've seen this movie. I watched it a lot when I was younger. Did you? I think I really enjoyed it. Okay. It's so about we'll a see. duck. It's about a duck. His name mm-hmm. is Howard. Mm-hmm. Um, Edgar. And that's about all I remember. All right. So <laughs> there we go. I all I remember is what the title duck. is. I think he's a yes. wisecracking. Uh, yeah. I I believe he is. Yes. Yeah. So we'll we'll watch show and it'll be like watching it for the first time. I feel like, <laughs> but that's what we're gonna do for our patrons episode on February first. But with our next regular episode, mm-hmm. February is Black History Month, and if there's one thing we don't do enough of in this podcast is watch movies. Um, where there are people other than white people in them. Well, but, it's the 80s, unfortunately. Yeah, I, just, yeah, I don't yeah. want to say that's entirely our fault. Yeah. I feel like it's the fault of the industry in that time period. Exactly. Um, but we're going to f- take our first little stroll 
into, let's call it Whoopiville. Whoopi <laughs> Why Land. Not? Let's do Whoopi it. Land. Yeah, yeah. Because we have never talked about a Whoopi Goldberg movie no. on this podcast, and we're going to, and we're going to talk about Jumpin' Jack Flash. Oh yeah, a movie that I remember watching commercials for uh-huh. when I was young and thinking I can't wait to watch that. Fast forward. 35, 36 years later. Never, never saw it. it. Never saw so. it. Me neither. Me neither. I'm excited. Yeah. So that's it. Jumping Jack Flash. Voyage. Let's do yep. it. Yep. That'll right. be in two weeks, everybody. Thanks for uh, sticking with us. Remember, Patreon, Facebook, go to our website, goodtimesgreatmovies.com. You can find links to all that stuff there. And until we talk to you next time, have a great two weeks, everybody. Did you just, like, drop the hammer? <laughs> like... Pam, take that. That's my outro. I was trying to think of a Popeye goodbye, but I don't know what Popeye would say. You just say like, goodbye or something like that. (laughs) Yeah, your Popeye is great. Terrible. (laughs) Everything is food, food, food. Everything is food to go. Lived on an animule. Now it walks along with you. It could be food. Everything is food. I would gladly pay you Tuesday for a hamburger today. He would gladly pay you Tuesday for a hamburger today. And he's I'm not starting till he sits down, because until he's got those headphones on, it can hear my intro. I don't intro. That's what I say.